Well, welcome to Next Up, and we're doing something unusual this week, and uh, we're going to be talking about how you can live in a place like Malta, the beautiful, beautiful country of Malta in the Medi- on the Mediterranean, and we're going to talk about the Malta Startup Residence Program and what it offers to non-EU entrepreneurs. You might be an entrepreneur, and it offers three- and five-year residency programs for launching their highly innovative startups. So if you've got a great startup and you want to scale it up, you need to get to speak to the guys from Malta. And that's what we're going to be doing today. And joining me is Charles Mizi, who's the CEO of Residency Malta and the agency the, that administers the residence permit. So Charles is the guy that you need to talk to. And we're also uh, going to be joined, um, and let me tell you a little bit about Charles. Charles has headed Residency Malta for the past four years, and he's basically leading, leading its strategy and diversification and digital transformation. Kurt Farugia joins us. He's the CEO of Malta Enterprises, and Kurt has been appointed as Chief Executive Officer of Malta Enterprises since August of 2019. So he's been around in the government. He served as Head of Government Communications and Spokesperson for the President of Malta between 2013 and 2019. So you both know Malta in and out, born and bred there. So it's wonderful to have you with us. Um, And thank you for joining us, gentlemen. Thank you for having us. It's a great pleasure. It's a great pleasure. Let me start with you, Charles. Uh, you know, I introduced this program as the as the uh, Malta Startup Residence Program. How did it come to be? Is it is it similar to the golden visas that we hear about being offered in on in the European Union? So, first of all, thank you, Aki, for for having us. Uh, it's a pleasure for us to be uh, here today. Uh, no, the, the Malta Residence Startup Residence Program is a bit different than uh, the Residency by Investment programs, those uh, commonly known as the, the, the Golden Visas. So, obviously, as uh, um, one can imagine, this program uh, is related to startups, to attracting startups uh, to Malta. As such, startups are uh, not something which are completely new. Uh, to our island, uh, Malta enterprises are very heavily active in the sector. They are continuously onboarding new startups on a daily basis. Um, what this program is all about is facilitating the, the process to attract uh, startups from third countries, startups from countries which are outside uh, of the EU. Uh, it was, I think, something which was missing uh, at, at a certain point in time, and that's where uh, we were having discussions with Malta Enterprise to see how we can facilitate this process, and then we came up with this idea of launching the Malta Startup Residence uh, Program. Um, we gave it a, a lot of thought. Uh, we saw sort of what the market uh, demanded. Malta Enterprise have a lot of experience in this regard. So we came up with, with this program, um, which facilitates the, the, the process and offers flexibility uh, to, to our prospective uh, applicant. Uh, from a technical fantastic. Uh, from a technical perspective, we are talking about a program which offers uh, a three-year residence permit at the, at the outset uh, for uh, founders, co-founders and even their core employees and also their families because we know that these individuals will be um, relocating to Malta for for the long term. 
and then if the business mm. is successful, it will be renewed for a further uh, five years. Well, thank you very much uh, to you, uh, Charles. Thank you for uh, painting that beautiful picture. Listen, be before I speak to Kurt, um, de describe Malta to us. For people who've never been to Malta or don't know where Malta is, uh, where is Malta exactly? And describe Malta for us. Um, so, uh, Malta is a country in the middle of the Mediterranean. Um, uh, obviously, it's we say that it's strategically located to facilitate... Um, business um, because obviously yes. it can be used as a hub for for people who want to diversify their their business those who want to reach out to both europe and and and, and north africa uh, it's a small but i think a very lovely lovely island and we are blessed to have a mix of everything so in 30 minutes uh, you can be at the nearest beach you can uh, watch a movie, go to to uh, an opera, uh, I don't know, have a nice meal, a uh, mix of different cultures, uh, different cuisines. Um, the, uh, the expat community is growing very fast, so I think yes. um, one every, uh, every five residents in Malta is, is an expat. The communities of, of, of people coming from uh, from different countries is growing very much. You can find Europeans, you can find Asians, uh, North Africans, South Africans. So um, I think Malta has a, has a, a mix of, of everything. That's very interesting. Thank you for that insight, Charles. I mean, uh, Kurt, Charles has covered quite a bit of, of, uh, of Malta extensively, and it's certainly a very beautiful island, and I've heard about the food and how amazing the food is and the beaches and the weather and all of these kind of things. But also, historically, it's, uh, the island has a lot of history. That's right, Aki. Thank you for uh, the invitation and thank you for being here. So, well, yes, uh, our history is a long one. It's over 7,000 years. It predates Stonehenge in terms of built um, structures. And we also have been under uh, different uh, colonies and colonizers. So what we bring and the different cultures that uh, one can see in Malta are quite diverse so that's uh, that's what we offer a lifestyle as well as a very nice place in europe but uh, with a mediterranean climate and uh, a very good business environment infrastructurally very well uh, maintained and also easily accessible i want to add as well because you've got a lot of access of different airlines flying into your international airport so You've got you know dozens of flights every day coming in from all over Europe. So connecting and getting into Malta and getting out is not an issue at all, which is fantastic. Now, I'm very excited to talk to you about this residence program and the businesses because you deal with the business side of things. Yeah. Kurt, what kind of businesses are eligible for this particular program? So to latch on what to Charles was saying and, and the previous question, we wanted to see what we can offer more as a startup destination. So in terms of assistance, we do help with grants, we do help with non-dilutive um, grants, we do help with repayable advance, and that can go up to 1 million in assistance to start your startup in Malta, 1 million euro that is. Then we looked at how can we be even more 
attractive to startups coming outside of the European Union. Because if you're a member of the European Union, you, of course, have a right to reside and work in Malta or in any European state. So what we are doing with the startup residency program is we're offering also the opportunity for um, companies outside of Europe to set up their operation in Europe, specifically in Malta. And as Charles said, we are targeting not just the founders and co-founders, but also the core employees, as well as their families, because uh, we're very well aware that uh, if you want to set up your startup, if you want to co-locate part of that business and you need to move um, someone to work out of Malta, then you need the family and you need the, the core employees, not just the founders. Yes. So that is, that is where we're targeting um, our, our offering through the Startup Presidency Programme. Okay, so it's quite it's quite uh, it's quite detailed, and uh, you offer a various uh, variety of, of of options from my from what I can hear from you. Let me come to you, Charles, because I understand that this program is a result of collaboration between your agency, Residency Malta, and Malta's Economic Development Agency. So there's a partnership over here, Malta Enterprise. What what does this look like from from a client's perspective, for example? So most probably when they hear this question, uh, the clients will be scratching their heads saying it's already difficult dealing with one government agency, let alone uh, two. Uh, but I, I can assure you that it will be a seamless uh, process. So although uh, we will be working, we are working together jointly uh, in all this, uh, sort of there will be a lot of work which is being done uh, in the background, but when it comes to client-facing, there will be sort of one point of contact who will sort of yes. go through the whole process with the prospective client from start um, to finish. So the the applicant would be dealing with just one account manager, uh, but then the rest will be done in the background. From our side, we will be uh, working on uh, the due diligence and the issuing of residence permit Malta Enterprise will be dealing with the with the business um, proposal. They will be sort of providing guidance when it comes to setting up of business and and, and conducting business in Malta. Okay, so so it sounds to me like the process is not very complicated because you both work very closely together, and I think there's nothing, you know, when it comes to uh, applying for these kind of things and the paperwork and the bureaucracy, uh, kind of scares people off. But it sounds like you guys at Malta, in Malta, have this problem really sorted out. Now let me come back to you, Kurt, from from an entrepreneurial side and the entrepreneurial perspective. Why should non-EU nationals launch a startup from Malta? Um, and, and it's a good question because you've got lots of competition. There's lots of places around the world where startups can go to. Why should they come to Malta? Yeah, in fact, uh, there's a lot of competition, but we look at that as something very positive because each jurisdiction can offer different things, what we can offer probably other jurisdictions can't and what other jurisdictions offer there are things that we probably can't either. So from that perspective, what we are offering as Malta is a thriving startup ecosystem, which has a very important support structure, which is uh, Malta Enterprise. And we're a government agency. So uh, the if we are the first and, and 
and startups are our clients, we do tend to open doors in universities, our technical institutes for talent, um, our um, colleagues from different government entities where we would be able to assist a startup, not simply to, um, to start its operation in Malta, but also to navigate through the, through the various um, agencies, through the various departments that you would need to set up your business. So we'll get sorted the part where it is um, the, the bureaucratic aspect of setting up a company and let the startups focus specifically on their operation. Of course, we have a very strong and diverse economy and a very stable jurisdiction in the sense that we've been growing as a, in terms of growth, uh, economic growth, we've been growing to the tune of six to 7% yearly. We've had a very wow. strong, we've had a very strong rebound after COVID. And I'd say we've been very effective in assisting companies to keep, to retain their employees throughout the COVID period by uh, helping them on wages. And then they were all in a very good situation to, to relaunch their business. So in terms of government assistance, in terms of what we can offer, we're very agile because we're a, a small island and in, in that way we know our clients, we know the people who we uh, interact with uh, and we have a very closely knit startup community that we gather um, as, as multi-enterprise and offer a home. Of course, yes. uh, it's, it's accessibility which is very important, so from Malta. Uh, we you can you can reach not just Europe but the whole world, Africa, Middle East, Asia, and and beyond. Of course, as well as um, we have, as I already mentioned, very reputable educational institutions for talent and research, which we're very aware. Uh, it's is very important for startups. Yeah, At the same time, we're, of course, yeah, we're very sorry, advanced when add... it comes. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, no, carry on. You're saying you're very advanced when it comes We're to... Very, when it comes to uh, regulation, particularly in the, yeah. in the more modern uh, technologies. So from AI to uh, digital technologies to uh, medical technologies uh, and our, our institutions are very open to, to business and very accessible for companies to test their, their products, uh, for companies to get registration, to get certification. And uh, we've been one of the first countries to regulate blockchain, one of the first countries to uh, open up with regulations and laws for medical cannabis, for instance. So in, in that sense, we can be very agile when it comes to adapting for the newer technologies. That's impressive. And what I wanted to add as well is that, you know, being part of the EU, you've got the EU at your doorstep as well, you know, so you've got that ecosystem, which is massive on its own. Um, and for startups, when you want to scale and you want to have access to other countries to, you know, expand what you're doing as a startup, I think that's critical. Uh, to use Malta as your launch pad is, is, a, is a fantastic idea. Um, Charles, one, let me one, come to you. One yes. very important aspect is that uh, we have two official languages the Maltese language and the English language. So our yes. main language is, is English. All our laws are uh, in English. Our education is conducted in English. Our healthcare 
system um, operates in the English language. So basically, uh, it's very easy also to, to communicate on the island. You don't need to learn a specific language. You just need to uh, be able to communicate in English. Yeah. Is, is Maltese very different from Italian? It's quite different. In fact, interestingly, it's got um, a Semitic, Arabic um, uh, origin. But with uh, it's written in Latin letters. Okay. So in in yeah. So in that sense, we can um, we can communicate also in in various in various other languages: Italian, French, of course, English. Okay. Now that's fantastic, fascinating. I I love it. I absolutely love it. Such startup entrepreneurs and their employees. Uh, you know, it's important for families. You know, people want to come across with families. I know we touched not earlier. What should these new residents expect from Malta? And, and you know, talk to us about the family side of things as well. So basically from, from experience uh, we have with, with uh, these kind of, of programs, usually families ask um, questions related to the basic needs, basically safety, security, um, Malta is a very safe country. It's considered uh, the second safest in the world for, for women, for, for example. Uh, so oh, wow. you can uh, walk around freely, people going uh, for a jog around the country freely. So basic things that sometimes are taken for granted, but in, in reality, they're part of our, our lifestyle. Uh, we have a very progressive society. We recognize same-sex marriage. Um, well, Kurt made reference also to the healthcare systems. We have one of the top five healthcare systems in the world. Um, so obviously, this gives peace of mind uh, to, to to the families in knowing that if they ever need uh, to access the healthcare system, they are in safe hands. Another important thing which I need would like to reiterate and Kurt mentioned to it as well is the fact the communication part. We've heard stories of people um, who needed medical attention, they went to hospital, but they couldn't communicate because the doctors couldn't speak in English. Uh, sort of basic things, small things that really make a, a, a lot of difference um, for people who relocate to, um, to, to other countries, to new, to new countries. Um, and, and also things like, which we mentioned earlier on, like the, the, the climate, the, the, the cuisine, People basically feel feel at home when they come to Malta. Yeah, and what about schools? Um, you know, families coming with young children, for example. Tell us about your schooling system, if you can. Yes, uh, the schooling system is basically based on the on the British model. We have uh, private, uh, public, and even church schools, which one can um, can can go to. Um, very high, high standards of, uh, of, of education. I have a university which is 400 years old. Um, university degrees are recognized also in other countries. So although one can further his studies locally, um, they can also sort of go to other, they are accepted in other uh, foreign universities uh, with, with, a univer with a University of Malta degree. Okay. Wow, that sounds absolutely amazing, Charles. I mean, just talking to you and Kurt, um, you know, certainly Charles and Kurt, my Malta's been on my bucket list for many, many years. Um, and, you know, my family roots come from Greece, which is right near you. So uh, we're very close by. So I need to do come and visit at some point. 
But Charles, um, Malta sounds wonderful, and you've you both described it incredibly well. If someone watching this is a non-EU entrepreneur, and they're saying, I need to get my business to Malta, how, how do they apply? What's the process that they need to go through, Charles? The process is, is quite simple. So the, the first step that one needs, needs to make is to basically send us uh, an email on the email address startupresidency.com uh, in order to set up a meeting with the individual who would like to have a, an, an open chat with prospective applicants to learn more about their ideas, their, their projects, what, what they're up to in order to guide the, the individuals accordingly. Maybe we would need to beef up their, their proposal a bit more. Maybe the proposal is not viable after all. So um, before sort of embarking through the application process, we, we usually have a chat with these individuals. Um, once the application um, uh, is, is like sort of it's, it's more clear, the application process is more clear, then they would need to uh, apply through our through our website there is sort of we will provide full instructions and guidance on on the application process once the application reaches us we will kickstart the due diligence process as i said residency malta will be taking care of um, the, the residence uh, part the residence permit part malta enterprise will be handling the, the business uh, aspect um, usually the application process takes around um, three months to be concluded and we will communicate with the applicant um, on whether the application has been successful or not. But if the, the applicant would like also to tap into the financial incentives that Malta Enterprise um, can offer, the application process might take uh, a month or two more because obviously it will entail okay. uh, deeper discussions with the prospective applicants. But it's quite a, a simple process and obviously our, our people will be helping um, the prospective applicants uh, all along. Well, it's, it sounds like quite a quick process. I mean, you just mentioned it's a matter of months. Uh, and Kurt, I'm sure that you, from the from the business side, you obviously scrutinize the business and the application and the startup. Um, I, I don't know if there's anything further that you add. And if I may ask as well, is that do you have any set prescriptions to businesses that they need to employ uh, Maltese nationals as well to the business? Or, uh, or any other rules around your startup? Uh, if there's anything else further that you'd love to add, I'd love to hear from you, Kurt. Sure. No, there's one main um, route uh, and, and one main basic prerequisite that the business is set up in Malta. But then there won't be uh, other, uh, other um, requisites such as having to employ Maltese because we are recognizing very early on that uh, it, the most important thing is to be able to acquire talent, being it from Malta, being it from anywhere in Europe or outside Europe. And that's exactly why the residence program uh, was designed to the, to the effect that you can also get your core employees and, and also obtain uh, talent or get talent from anywhere in the world and uh, be given a residence status uh, in Malta. And, mm -hmm. It's exactly the government direction in terms of economic development that we do not just um, have a situation where you get the, the um, employees and employment because in terms of employment, we're 
quite in a very good economic situation. So we're now looking for the uh, the cutting edge when it comes to companies, the cutting edge and the, the talent that uh, we require as a jurisdiction. So that is why we are continuously looking at diversifying the economy. So the companies watching um, and the startups watching this, uh, we ask them to be as innovative as possible to come up with their projects and their products and they will find very fertile a very fertile jurisdiction where to grow their their business. We are facilitating a, a migratory pathway and that is where we want to be, both in terms of uh, having the uh, cutting edge in terms of startups, cutting edge technology, being it in uh, biomedical technology, life sciences, AI, and you know the all the all the innovations that are coming mm. along. We'd like to offer a home here, and we'd like to be able to assist them. So, in a way, we are partners. Malta Enterprise will offer also a number of schemes and a number of um, investments without taking equity from the companies and yes. uh, we'll be considering the companies as, as our partners and we'll be with them throughout the journey, not just uh, at the initial phase, but also throughout their entrepreneurial journey. It sounds, it sounds fantastic, gentlemen. And um, uh, I guess, Kurt, in terms of if you look ahead into the future, strategically where Malta is going with this, are you aiming to be the, the Silicon Valley of Europe? Is that ultimately where you want to be in the next 10 years? I think we can be even different than, than Silicon Valley in the sense that we aspire to be a place where, first of all, the quality of life uh, is good. At the same time, we're offering a place where uh, your ideas can thrive. So in terms of, yes, uh, the, the model and the cutting edge technology we're looking at We'd like to be there, but we'll also be giving a very uh, good place where to set up your business and also grow your family here in Malta. Wonderful. Uh, Charles Meadzi, the Chief Executive Officer for Residency Malta Agency. Kurt Farugia, the CEO of Malta Enterprises. Gentlemen, thank you very, very much. And next time, I hope that we can sit and have a nice espresso in Malta and talk about these things close by.